It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Oh yeah. We are back. Dave and Ray. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I created a monster because nobody wants to see Marsha no more. They want Shady. I'm chopped Oh, you're going to keep going. I could. You could. So if you want Shady, this is what I'll give you. I won't. What do I look like right now? <laughs> I look like a Viking, a Nordic princess. I'm going to go with princess. Who I've just left the ceremonial steam room. For two humans that get up. Sweat lodge. On the regular at 5 a.m. We're hurting a little bit. a.m. Rachel Hollis walked in with coffee. I'm the coffee maker. She made coffee, walked in. I said, what time is it? She said, 7.44. I said, yes. what? So we were in Hawaii what? for the last week. And Hawaii is four hours behind. Is that how you say it? It's a parallel universe. Yeah. So back, back where we were, it's... Four o'clock in the morning. Good morning. Hello, 402. Hello. Oh my gosh. Um, it's gonna take a minute. I'm gonna be honest. It's gonna Someone take a said minute. we look rested. Oh, do we? Do we though? Do we though? Because we were on a trip with our children. This is gonna be triggering for some of you. Alright, let's go ahead and set it up here right at the top of the hour. If we do not take for granted our ability to have no. kids. No. We understand that you may be saving up for the vacation of a lifetime. Trigger and warning. Man, it is a thing. It's a gift. It's a blessing to get to go on yes. vacation. Trigger warning if you are triggered by people complaining about having to fly on an airplane with their two-year-old. Go ahead and Lock her on down. Go ahead and just put Go pause on our relationship. Press pause. Let's take Come a break. Come back in four days. Like Ross and Rachel back then. Yeah. Take, let's just take we a break. We were on a break. Go ahead and take that off because I'll tell you what. Whoo! Wow. We have a daughter. I checked. She's still a part of our family. Barely. And she turns two next month. End of next month. And... It is um, eight hours of flying to get to Hawaii, and... That feels like a thousand hours. It's many hours <laughs> with an almost two-year-old. If you were on our airplane yesterday or in the Honolulu, LAX, or Austin airport, we apologize. We are sorry. We were just like a traveling roadshow on drugs. Um, the problem with vacation, and vacation, it was awesome. We're going to use vacation. the word loosely because you guys know this. Us traveling somewhere tropical, that's a vacation. Four kids, one of which is not yet two. This that's was a, a trip. trip. We went on a trip. We went that's on a trip, a with, trip. Our, with our kids. So uh, when you mess with the way that humans that oh. are small sleep, oh, sorry, didn't you're playing with Satan. Oh, you are, you're playing with the you're devil. You're dabbling. You're dabbling in witchcraft. The dark arts. You are in the dark arts. You're messing with their sleep schedule. You're putting them in a pack and play in a room they don't know. Let's, oh, let's pause on that. Pause. Boop. Noah Hollis, queen of the universe, cutest thing on the internet, and a monster. Uh, Noah Hollis loves to sleep in her crib. As in the one that lives here at our house where these bookshelves are colored. She loves to sleep here. She does love that. When you 
voluntarily to celebrate the love of your family take her outside of that crib. Nope. You have done... It's like going to... Uh, when you're 12, you go to a party and that one kid, Brian, is like, hey, I've got a Ouija board. And you're like, no, no, hold on. I was told I was told that we shouldn't do this. Yeah. I do not believe in messing around with this thing. It's It freaks me out one time. My cousin, Sh Cheryl, she did it. And she thought... And you say no. But then you're like... But we can go on an airplane. No, wait, hold on. No. no. You're going to put candles around the Ouija board? No. No. Brian, no. We're going to get some. No. We're going to get some emails about you using the word Ouija board. I'm not. I've never touched a Ouija board in Me my whole either. life. You know I've, why? I will be 36 Because on I know better. No. Because I know better. Doesn't it just sidestep for a, quick, for a quick moment how crazy it is that they just sell those at Target? Really? You can I get mean, toilet paper. Up, mm -hmm. You can get underwear. Communication tool with the devil. And you can get a communication yes. tool with the devil. I, and maybe it's like, maybe we're the most susceptible, like, losers ever. But growing up, how we grew up, you had the fear of God in you. I can't what even, that, game I, that, was. that may be the first time I've said the word Ouija uh, in my I life. I agree, even saying it out loud. I'm not even is, allowed to say the word. Like No, but, but definitely there were slumber parties in my life where someone was like, I, I went got to it. a guy and named I was like, Brian's I house. call my mom. Yeah, Brian, I was like, oh, I'm at Brian's house. And I was like, I can't stay no. at Brian's house anymore because he no. summons the devil. No. I remember girls like me not wanting to do it and girls like being in the corner being like, Gee, you know, like, yeah, and me just be like, ah, oh, <laughs> the point, the point, the point. Don't travel with your kids. No, that well, oh, I mean, okay, that travel no, with your kids. That's but not what we're gonna say. Go into it eyes wide open because here's the thing: you take precious, sweet little cherub baby Moana Noah Hollis from our home and her crib. No. To a pack and play. No. A pack and play is like laughing at yourself no. after you've fallen at the grocery store. Okay? What? No, no just go with me. Like, what? you open a pack and play, and then you look up and around, and other people know, are looking at you, I and know. you're like, <laughs> I, know. I know it was dumb, I know. but. It seemed like a good idea, but I slipped on aisle four. Like, I put a pack and play in a small house oh. that belonged to somebody else Airbnb. that we were renting, Airbnb. Airbnb, not an ad. And I looked up after I built it and I was like, <laughs> no one's not going to sleep in here. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. In fact, she slept with us, in between us. We oh. have never allowed a child to sleep in our bed. And this last week, Noah slept with us Ever. so many times. Ever. And that's why when we got home last night, she was like, um, hello, it's time for me to sleep in between you and kick you in the face and the, and the kidneys all night. And we were like, sorry, cry you got to go back to your cry forever. <laughs> Luckily, she was exhausted. Here's the other thing about it. Yesterday's travel day, we, uh, we were in, like I said, parallel dimension, other universe. We got up at 4 a.m. Hawaii time. Yep. Also known as 1 a.m. No, Texas. Midnight Texas time. Go. Midnight Texas time. So we got up at midnight Texas time. Then we got in a car at five. Yep. Now Noah had been sleeping for the most part until seven. So we've now said, get up three hours early in our new time zone and got her into a car. Oh, so she's so just bad. like, all right, I'm still cute, but it's early. Yeah. I, look at that Chris Farley. It's early. <laughs> and 
<laughs> anyway, by the time we got home last night, after we were in three different airports on two different planes, it, it was, was 11.48 p.m. So we went, we went, all, we went all day. All we day. went all day. We did a 12-hour how do you do. And she was overtired. Yeah. My favorite are the stewardess or flight attendants who clearly have never had children. We were coming into Austin. This baby's been flying all day. She's over it. And she's so happily occupied sitting at my feet oh. playing with the, my oh. headphones. So happy. We're at 24,000 24, feet, feet if we're at one we, foot. We've got half an hour before we touch down onto Texas soil. And the flight attendant came by and was like, um, just like that. Um, this is the time when you actually have to hold her. You know what, Sheila? We this know that we have to hold our daughter when, when the plane is landing. You actually have to get punched in the face. We know we have to hold her when the plane's yeah, landing, Sheila. It's the first Sheila. time she's been quiet for we the last it. 14 hours, yeah. Sheila. So I picked up Noah, who proceeded Ooh. to Screamed like she was being kidnapped. She was screaming like they weren't giving out From extra peanuts on the plane. Plane lands, Sheila. Everybody on the plane suffering oh. because you gotta in, you be rude, and then everyone's looking at me like, "Thanks, jerk, for bringing." I'm like, "No, no, no, this baby was fine. You go ahead and call Sheila the burster because." She was fine. She was fine. We we, we had fine. we had a good thirty five minutes of flying left, and Sheila had to be like, "No, uh, please don't let her take the safety manual from the back seat panel." No, out Sheila, nobody's looked at the safety manual since seventy two. Let it go. It's also nobody listens to techno. It's laminated. It is laminated. She's not going to hurt She's, it. No one can hurt that back panel safety oh, guard. We got home last night. We got these kids to bed. And then we held each other. I mean, we held each other like we did it. We survived the war. We we made it out of the prison. We made out. We, I'm going to just be honest. We did. Not to be embarrassing, but we celebrated with to a make out. To prove that we're alive. Because it was like, to prove what that we're have alive. we done? We've we conquered, we have conquered we this amazing it. day. Kiss me, lady. Yeah, no, Thank for you. real. Um, I know that people hate, like literally hate, they'll get so mad. And we've already, I'm sure, got DMs from people who are like, how can you complain about a vacation? We're so blessed to get the time yeah. away. We're not saying that we're not blessed. But if you have kids, then you know what we are saying is true. For kids different time zones, multiple pack and play locations. First we went to Dave's family, then we went to my family. Then it... Here's the thing. I, I, like, you know we're retired, right? Someone's gonna send a note. Uh, I don't but, but care. I'm, but I'm gonna say this. So my, tell uh, me email address so we can make sure we get it, babe. What's the email address if you are complaining about us complaining? It's down today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Even I, the fake email address we can't. The fake email address is down, it's just too late. Here's the thing I'm going to say, uh, my, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put context around it. My sister, uh, she wanted to have a baby of her own for a long, long, long time, long time. And then she and her husband, Chuck, uh, have been fostering these three kids that they are going to adopt this mm -hmm. next year. So she had years of wanting to have kids, years, of, and then she got these three kids, and now she has kids. And I can remember during the time when she wanted to have kids, where I would like tell a story complaining about taking a kid on an airplane, and she was like... Oh, what I wouldn't give to have to put up with your horror story. And now she has kids. She's like, 
I get it. I get it. <laughs> it is not I taking anything Does away it, from like, like the beauty. Sh- and there were so many awesome, fun moments in the midst of our trip. Like we had so many beautiful moments. We'll remember them forever. But we can all agree, right? Anyone who's taken a family vacation with your children, young children, we can all agree that the beauty of the trip are like five highlight moments. There's like five highlights. Yeah. The rest of the time, you're like, oh, why did I pull these kids out of their routine? Here's the thing, too. Okay, let's just let's just keep going. I'm sorry. Let's just. I'm not sorry. Let's just keep going on this idea. Sorry. A lot of times, not sorry. When you have like planned this big, huge vacation, and you're super, super excited about it, and it comes with the kind of stuff that moving humans from one part of the country to another might mean, you almost feel like if you complain that somehow. You're like taking away from like it's just it's it's kind of comes part and parcel. And the yeah. reality is like the people who go on these vacations with three or four kids and don't complain about it being they're hard. Drunk. Are, no, they're not drunk. They're just <laughs> they're, they're drunk. just full of it. They're drunk. <laughs> they're just they're, they're totally just drunk. lying to themselves. Well, I because also, it's just it's just hard to took, go on vacation yeah, with we your never small took kids. Vacations as a family, we had four kids in my family. We never took vacations, maybe one or two times, maybe. And I get it now, mom and dad, I get it. We were the worst, you hated us. There was, the only option to travel in was a station wagon. I get it, what a nightmare that must have been. So we hats off the- to you and the two times that you decided to drive us across five states for like the family vacation, thank you. And also, I'm sorry. We, when, my, when I was growing up, we went on vacation in a truck that my dad had. Yeah. My dad had a dually. We like actually this had big, a similar vacation. Huge yellow dually that had a camper, camper shell, shell on it. And he in put the back. a mattress in the back. We also did this. And we drove from California yep. to Yellowstone. Yep. Like California to the Grand Canyon. California to, like, and Which, I was, by the way, now could you imagine? I can't drive never, from but also where I my car is parked to like, the end of my driveway go without sit getting in the back every, of the truck. No, we'll we'll see you once we hit Yosemite. No, Man. I remember one night we were driving through West Yellowstone, which is like a snowy area, and we were having something that the kids call a whiteout, which is where there's so much snow falling that you can't see in front of you. I was up in the front seat with my dad at like 10 years old and the other four humans in my family were unbuckled in a back of a truck on a mattress. It's amazing any of us I'm like, how did we live? How did we live? How did we even live? How did we live? There's only one one other question. There is. Do you even know the theme song? Go for it. It's the morning show that no one knows and no Say, it's the best way to start your day with Rach and Dave. My name is Dave. I'm Rachel. We do a morning show every single weekday at 8 a.m. Central. I know it seemed odd because we have not been doing the last two weeks, but you know what? Everyone needs a break. We had the very best intentions. We said, you know what? We're taking the week off of Christmas. We're going to go on vacation, and then we're going to hit this morning show from the road. We did. 
for two days. Nope, but I think we did it for one day. We did two days. I was only remembering one. Okay, we did two days. The third day was the day that we had the movie coming out in theaters. So then oh, yeah. our afternoon, we went over to meet people at the theater. And then the next day was... Um, uh, Oh, the day that we went to Fort Shafter. Oh, that was we amazing. We spent an afternoon. Uh, we worked with the USO to do an event at Fort Shafter with um, all the different branches in the military there. We had 300 people, active duty uh, military and their spouses. It was awesome. We had a super fun afternoon with them. And we took pictures. Everybody, we did all the things. Um, you so know what's great about the USO? Those threw us off. USO was great because all of the branches of the military are like covered by the USO. And so we had this event where uh, Army, came. Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Um, and wasn't there one more? The Air Naval Reserve. Air Navy Reserve. <clears throat> Thank you. Anyway, it was, it was, it was just so cool uh, to be there. And it's also cool to ever come into a community that has um, a life that's just different than what, like what most people probably can expect. And to be able to have a pretty real conversation about those differences. So anyway, we had a great time. Um, so this is an interesting story about, this is just an interesting story. What is an interesting story? Um, so we had planned this, we were going to Hawaii and I had done an event. I've done, a, a, in 2018, I did a few events uh, with military or with the USO. It's uh, something that's really close to my heart. And so I try and um, continue to show up and volunteer as much as I can. And, um, I, we were going to Hawaii and I knew that there were multiple bases on Oahu. So Oahu has a, a, all the branches of the military are in attendance on Oahu. So I reached out to USO basically a week before we came and said, hey, you guys, could we put together a last minute event? And they were so awesome. They were like, yep. And they figured it out and they got us a room and we sold out right away. Sold out, it was free to attend. So it's, it's easy to sell out when it's free. Um, but we're real excited. And then the morning of the event, I get a call from the USO. Oh, here we go. Here we go. No, this is a good this story. Is, it's a great story, but it's also like, whoa. Um, so we get a call from the USO and they very sweetly say, Hey, um, we had posted about this event on our Facebook page and someone made some rude and mean comments about you coming to base. Oh, it must be a Wednesday. Must be a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and they're like, she's very, my contact with the USA is like very cautiously trying to explain to me like, and I'm like, what, what, what did they say? Um, and she's like, well, they, and she like didn't want to, and I'm like, look, there's three reasons that people attack me on the internet. Is it the kind of mom I am? Is it my faith or is it that I like work too hard, too ambitious? You know, what's it's the Rachel Hollis grab bag of anger. Which one <laughs> is it today? And she said, oh, it's your it's your faith. So meaning I just want just for clarity's sake, I and my husband decide to volunteer our time, take six hours of our vacation to go do um, a talk and to take pictures and to autograph books and to do the whole thing. And someone uses the opportunity of us volunteering to come to a base to say all the reasons why I am a terrible Christian and my faith is 
terrible and I don't have the right to speak and blah, 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 which already sucks because attacking someone else's faith is um, the, you know, super solid Christian thing to do, by the way. <laughs> exactly what, you know, when they're like WWJD, what would Jesus do? Jesus would definitely take to Facebook and attack other people. Um, but my favorite was that she attacked, and this is why they called me, but she's RSVP'd. She was like one of the first people to get a ticket. Yeah, she's, she's going to sit up front. Doesn't like you, <laughs> wants everyone to know that she doesn't like you, but also will for sure be there because she says that she wants to be able to judge for herself. So I spent that whole morning like getting, like pumping myself up for going to speak in front of a crowd where I knew that someone in the audience like actively dislikes me and also kind of um, navigating, trying to go do something like trying to do something good and trying to volunteer and having some fear that someone was gonna like say something or do something that would then ruin what a lot of other people were enjoying. Yeah. Because that was my intention in wanting to do this was, hey, I know a lot of people don't come to Oahu. I know a lot of you didn't get to go home for the holidays. So if we can come over and like tell you jokes or talk about how to get inspired for the new year and it gives you a little bit of a break from your regular, regularly scheduled programming, that feels like a good thing to do. So anyway, just like all that whole day, like prepping to go over there and speak and not really sure how someone was going to react. And I am very non-confrontational. I really am. So I'm like, okay. Oh, I wanted her to stand up. So I, the whole morning was just praying like, Lord, if someone comes at me, bro, like if that happens, someone comes at me, let me handle this in a way that like... I would be proud of myself for how I handled it, that I wouldn't get ghetto and be like, well, let me tell you what, Sheila, or <laughs> like start crying, which is also an option. Um, if, if Sheila came, we don't know it. She didn't say anything. She didn't say anything. You know, I actually think the one observation that I can make out of us having talked through this whole thing is like, there's always someone in the audience of your life. Yeah, that's, that's the point I was trying There's to make. always someone in the audience of your life who's going to... Oh, am I slipping in and stealing it? Yeah. That was your point? That was my whole point. That was your point? That was my whole point. Make the point. Well, well I was... Ha, um, the, the, we talk about this a lot. We talk about other people's opinions and that you have to be able to function and grow and do the things that you want to do and be the person you want to be despite whether or not people like you and in fact even if people actively dislike you and I know that maybe in your life that's not on the scale of someone taking to the internet and saying all the reasons that they hate you um, but you are going to as you go through this year especially for those of you who are working to step more fully into who you are and have the courage to be yourself and have the courage to pursue your dreams, you are going to keep encountering people who do not like that you are choosing to do that. They don't want you to speak that way. They don't want you to chase that goal. They don't want you to take time away from your kids. They don't want you to do anything or have a life that looks different than how their life looks. And you, you have to decide because I can 
be quiet. I can stop writing. I can stop being on the internet. I can stop doing all of these things. And the, 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 the good thing is that you're not going to get opposition anymore. And the bad thing is you're not going to do anything valuable the anymore. The terrorists win. Well, it's like the... It, oh gosh, I can't remember who that who has that quote. That's like, if you don't want to bother any, or you don't want to get any negative feedback, don't do anything. Say nothing, do nothing, be nothing. I think it was a Roosevelt. So it's something like that. But <clears throat> what's anyway. interesting is I, you know, like, am also trying my very best to not like either pay attention to or give weight to the opinions of people because they're not a reflection of the work that we're doing. They're a reflection of what the people who are writing these rude comments are going through themselves. And so when I, you know, like I made, I thought a very funny post about having made a bad decision about giving too much sugar to Noah at the end of our single day uh, at Alani two days ago. Yes. We were there yesterday. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. The day before yesterday. And um, someone wrote this note to me of like how sinful I was for making fun of my daughter. How sinful, sinful! How sinful I was for making a joke about the impact of sugar on a baby. People are crazy. Okay, now People here's the thing. People are crazy. This is like, but this is what had this was this is like what had to work through my brain. This person who wrote this note needs the kind of content that we're creating more than most. Yeah, that's real. Right. So like, I can choose to come back at this person. I could choose to block this person. Goodbye. You're gone forever. Or I can choose to ignore it and hope that. One day, she gets something that helps her heart because she needs help. I, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, if you want to come at me, well, when or, I'm making... or she needs someone to explain to her what satire is. Yeah, obviously. Or she needs attention. So there's lots of people. There's lots of reasons that people lash out. I think that um, the that situation was so amazing, and it it feels like um, I really do think this in my life. I think. When you don't learn a lesson, life will keep giving you the same problem over and over and over again because it's trying to tell you like, hey, sis, hey, brother, this is the, this is the armor that you need. I, like I think of like as you go through life as the things that you're chasing down or the goal that you want for yourself or the person that you want to become, that person requires certain um, – tools and skills and certain pieces of armor you know like you need the breastplate you need the shoulder whatever you need the shield you need these things in order to have skin that's thick enough to do the things that you want to do and these lessons that happen in our lives I believe the way that I walk through them is like this is what you have to learn in order to to have that life. Oh, I read this great quote yesterday, and I'm going to butcher it. I don't even I, I can't even like properly get it's uh, anyway. It was basically like God sends relationships into your life to help you get to who you want to be or where you want to go, and so does the devil. And like your ability to discern whether the relationship that's being introduced is from God or the devil is going to be the difference between how you get from where you are to where you want to go. It's very Pentecostal. Uh, it, it, it is very Pentecostal, but I think it was interesting because I, I, in the context of someone who's going to come at you and be hateful or come at you and try and disrupt our showing up for the military day, like that person may in fact have been 
as much as it didn't feel like it at the time, sense so that we could realize how much we have to let go of yeah. worrying about whether or not this person is going to disrupt our volunteering yeah. for the military. Um, the person who wants to send me a note about making fun of how hard it is to travel with a baby. Like, I'm trying to decide, like, is there something in this for me? And if there isn't, then just let it go. It just doesn't matter. Let oh, it I go. Think there, I but think if there sure is something, in, stuff in right? It. If there is something in it for me, like, try and find the value of what's in it as opposed to. Slow. Well, that's weird. Yeah, we lost low connection. Are you on the internet? I don't know. I might be. Hold, hold on, Facebook. I'll be right back. Why would I do that? Oh. Trampoline time. Trampoline um, time. No, I, I, I think for me, the lesson that I keep learning over and over, and that I think that a lot of us have to keep learning over and over, is what I want to do or that I think that I was called to do. The only way that's possible is, for the longest time I thought, I can do this work if I just ignore what people are saying. If I just ignore that people are angry, if I just ignore that they're hateful, if I ignore that they're saying, but what is accidentally coming across mean things, like I'm not, I'm accidentally seeing something or something's coming out in the press, I'm not seeking to, to, to take that in, but I'm just happen, I happen to see it. Yeah. And I, you, you have to know the, um, you know, someone else's opinion of you is none of your business. That's something that I believe and know to be true. But as you you continue to grow and you continue to do work, that someone else's opinion becomes bigger, becomes more ferocious, becomes more than just like your cousin, which is what I was originally talking about when I said that quote, and becomes Rush Limbaugh, yeah. for instance. Yeah. Um, so the lesson that I'm learning right now in real time is can you keep being yourself? Can you keep being true to your heart? Can you keep speaking truth? Can you keep doing this work when the hatred is right in front of your face? I keep going back to Dr. Seuss. People who matter don't mind. People who mind don't matter. I mean, it's like such a simple thing, but like the, the people who have expertise, the people that are awesome and have achieved more things than us, the people who can teach us things when they have an opinion on our life, rad. Like, let's, let's get into it and talk about it. When someone who feels bad in their mediocre life that we are setting a bar that's higher than mediocre and they want to try and pull us back down so they don't feel bad about themselves, I ain't got time for that. Yeah, and I love, I love those of you, um, thank you, those of you who are like praying over us right now, but I do think that any time, uh, this is my Pentecostal showing, I do think that any time that you're doing good works in the world, and I don't even necessarily mean that you're doing works, but you're just like trying to be a good person, trying to do good works, trying to lift people's day, maybe you're a barista at the Starbucks and you're just trying to bring joy and light into people's life, I do think even that, that there are things like, opposition will rise up to meet you because that's just what it is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that is what happened uh, this, what day of the week is it? Monday? That's what happened last week. Monday. And it just made me think it was worth talking about is um, it makes me realize how many people that we admire, how many thought leaders, how many writers, how anybody that you admire right now, no matter what it is that they're doing, is doing it in the midst of crazy adversity. They aren't doing it without people criticizing them. They are doing it without being affected 
by people or, criticizing Or they're them. affected and we just don't know it. Or they use the effect of it to fuel them. Yeah. Like they found a way to take the negativity and turn it into a reason to show up in yeah. an even like greater way. But, you know, the people that will criticize you are never going away. Yeah. And if you want to do anything great, you're going to invite more. Yeah. And so in be fact, great, I, invite I, more, and just like get the armor on. Let's yeah. go. I had the... Um, um, you guys know I love uh, John Maxwell. If you have not read John Maxwell's book, I talk about it like every four days. Uh, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth is one of my favorite books of all time. It was what really started me on my personal growth journey. And I think if you haven't ever read a personal development book before, it's an incredible book. Will you grab it? I don't know where it is. It's right there. Oh, there it 15. is. Oh, yeah. I talk about it all the time. Not an ad. But this was like the first book that I read about like personal development and how to sort of get into that world. And um, John has become a mentor of mine and I got the chance to talk to him on the phone this week because he knew I was going through this stuff. And he said, um, as a leader, as a leader, as you continue to grow as a leader and as you continue, as your platform grows, and this is, this is true for you guys, whatever um, platform or like, um, What's it called? Not platform. Community. Like anything that you're creating as it grows. The question is not, the question is not, will you get criticized? Let that go. The question is not, will I get criticized? If you're doing anything, the question is, when will will I get criticized (laughs) next? It just is part of doing work that steps outside of the norm that other people don't understand. It's just part of it. It's you are going to get criticized. It comes part and parcel with the thing that you're trying to do. Anytime that you are trying to do something that is different than the people around you, you're going to get criticized. And you just have to accept it as part. Yep, there's, there's today's criticism. Cool, keep, keep going. Um, so for whatever that's worth, if there are those of you who are um, feeling a little beat up, we're right in the new year, you already feel like there are naysayers, you already feel like there are people who are talking crap, you already feel like there are your mom saying things or your sister's being passive aggressive, keep going. Keep going. It's the only option. The only option is keep going or give up on the things that you know you're supposed to be doing with your life because you're worried about what other people will think of them. We did say at some point during, <clears throat> during this week I was... I posted something about failure and the importance of like, as you're planning your 2019, planning where you can fail so that you can, from those failures, grow. And against the backdrop of knowing that haters are gonna be around or that people can be critical, a lot of times we're adverse to or stay away from failure because it gives more, it gives more ammunition to the people that would come and have an opinion about the thing that you're doing. So you have to actually decide, am I willing to walk into whatever space I feel like I can grow from, which will be a place that I can fail from, and open myself up to even more criticism for pushing myself into that place so that I can become a better person? Or at the fear of being criticized, am I going to stay here where I am and eliminate growth from my life? I challenge you, I think our challenge all the time is like, push yourself into these places where you can grow. Even and especially because you can fail from them. And even and especially because in doing the work, you will be criticized for it. To quote a 
underutilized, underappreciated pop song. Why does love always feel like a battlefield? You better go and get your armor. Get your armor! Get your armor! You don't know what I'm talking about? I don't. Why does love always feel like a battlefield? Battlefield. The one who was with um, Jason Derulo. Jason Remember Derulo. Remember he was with that girl who was on American Idol? And no. then she sang, Why does love always feel like a battlefield? Kelly Clarkson? Battlefield. No. Guys, who am I talking about? What's her name? Cause you better go and get your armor. Get your armor. Get your armor. Anyone? No one? Who, who? Come on, someone knows her name. I haven't watched American Idol since Kelly Clarkson no. was Well, on. this was like when Kelly Clarkson was there. I just want one <laughs> Jennifer person. Hudson. No, not Jennifer Hudson. Not. The person who was with Jason Derulo for like 10. Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks. Thank you, Carly Finally. J. Dunn. Thank Good you. job. Thank you. All right, everybody. It's Monday. Tomorrow we're going to be more awake, more alive. I can't wait. And more fun stuff for you. Um, if you are um, happy, we're back. So People we thought it was Pat Benatar. <laughs> Maybe Pat Benatar sang it originally and Jordan Sparks came back and did the cover. Oh, oh no. Love is a Battlefield, oh. you're right, is Pat Benatar. Good Different. job. Different song. Different song. Um, hey, this is today's post. Ready? One, two, three. Screenshot it. Uh, go ahead and post that on your social media and let people know it's the greatest morning show that no one's talking about. I hope everybody enjoyed the Made for More show. Oh, yes. Last night, I think, was the first night in Canada. Uh, the second was the first night here in the U.S. There's another show on the 9th, which also happens to be Ray Ray Hollis's birthday. Hello. So if you want your last chance to see our documentary in a theater, it is coming to a theater near you on January 9th. That's Wednesday. Uh, you can go to anywhere that you get your tickets, Adam Tickets, Fandango, um, and see, hey, I want to go. You type in your zip code. It'll tell you which theaters are nearby. And on that note, we got to take a shower because the worker people are going to be here in like 20 minutes and then we can't get into our room anymore. Have a great Monday. Bye, guys. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs>